0: After. All right, all right, all right. learn today. Share this live. Everybody, tune in. It'll appear on my timeline. Go Got the live video going. You. Cool, everybody, what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody can hear this. about, about the
1: microphone. <laughs>
0: climax that you man can't see the break, break there shoot I what the <laughs> happy dog diddy diddy oh oh oh, oh. can't stop won't stop mm. all right all right what's up everybody it's time the ramen movement is back in the building thank everybody for tuning in it's been a couple weeks but we got another show coming for you hey a new thing this week we have a poll we ask that you interact with the poll give your answers give your responses today's topic is personal branding and how it impacts your business and your personal life uh we're going to get into some nice things some understanding besides just the definition but we need to understand the importance of personal branding and how it affects everything. Thank everybody for tuning in. Hey, as we're going on, please everybody like and share so we can interact with you. Please comment too. too. We'll try to answer your question. That's right. Follow the Ramen movement page. So getting right to it. The first thing we need to understand about personal branding is that it is a process. And that means it always continues. It's a continuous thing as we grow and mature you want your personal brand to grow and mature. So, we're going to open it up to the pod members, to the cast members. Uh, first off, shout out to Sean and Marcus. Hey, miss you guys. We know you're coming back soon. You're out working hard. If you have any questions, issues with real estate, talk to those guys. Reach out to them. Uh, but we're going to start with David. David, talk to us about something about your personal brand and what no it means question. to you. Yes, sir. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Who's Sean? Sean.
1: Miller.
0: Okay then. Okay. Alright. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were right. talking about and Marcus and, and Tim. Tim. I heard Marcus when you said right. Marcus Sean. I, I appreciate you correcting my me. Bad. Thank you for that. Thank my bad. Me. I was My Bad Marcus. Shout out to Marcus and Tim, the real estate gurus of the group. But back to Miss Davey. So, about your personal brand, what does it mean to you and how does it influence the way you carry out business?
1: You know, my brand is all about my people. I want to be able to represent a particular clientele and give them what they're looking for. That's essentially what a brand is to me, is to make sure that I am reaching the people who need the gifts and the services I bring to the table. Right. Yes, sir.
0: Do you see yourself as an influencer, as a problem solver, or those any particular labels that, that suit you as far as your personal brand?
1: Absolutely. I'm In both. I mean, even in the respect of financial influencer, I love that. I actually have it as the signature on my email. So that definitely is one of those things where we want to be able to see people in a different light. And I feel like I'm doing that in my post. I make people think about their money several times a week, if not several times a day, and be able to come up with ideas and strategies. Being that problem solver? Absolutely. I love to be in that place. As so I can help people. I mean, We've all heard my story before. That's why I got into this business was to actually help people. But more importantly, it's really about the people wanting to be helped.
0: Right, right. And that, that you have to be able to meet a need. I guess people have to be aware of that need. So that's that's kind of the thing that you make aware. Of. So one of the first things is knowing what you bring to the table. You know, that's what you have to understand is what do i bring to like what's my personal thing that i do and it's not a form of selfishness but uh from that standpoint ct what what does your personal brand mean and let's just talk from that specific aspect what do you bring to the table well that's the thing i have um, one being honest it's something i'm still trying to figure out uh it's one of those things where you are told for your craft or what you do tell me what you think you're worth When you're putting a price out there for somebody. Okay. For your services. And once you tell that person what you feel you're worth, then it all flips and it changes. So it's one of those things where me personally, I like to help people out. But I have to get to the point of saying, you know what? I can't keep continuing to just give of myself as far as my gift Mm -hmm. and not get anything in return. Okay. And so that is a, a curveball that I'm working with myself. I'm working on that and trying to figure out exactly where I need to be to make that that median where it's like we're good. Mm-hmm. But if I'm giving you this, there has to be something in return. Okay. Okay. So there there has to be a balance, I guess. Reciprocity is fair to say, giving and something in exchange, but. One thing about that, we all have to realize is each party has to feel like they're winning, has to feel like they're gaining something. And that's what cannot be lost uh, when marketing your personal brand. And again, attributes to knowing what you bring to the table. What are you providing? Which mm-hmm. the next step you know, is understanding your target market. We were yes. talking a little bit off the air. And you got to know who you're going for in business. There's not, you know, let's say bottom line brass taxes. You're in business to make money, but you're also in business to solve problems. Mm. You're also in business to, in Dave S. case, change futures. You know, we talk about all the time, do it for the legacy, and those are some things she can help people with. You are trying to help people get their business off the ground. We were talking to someone earlier that said, hey, I know what I want to say. I don't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. That's where you fill in. That's where you solve a problem. So that's mm. another part about defining your target market, and we're going to defract Dave S. So when defining your target market I know it's a process and it continually evolves but like what can you give some baseline characteristics based on what you bring to the market as far as establishing your target market
1: absolutely well a lot of times you have to be able to look at who is the right fit for this client for this particular product and who do I work best with you know it really doesn't do me any good to work with a bunch of 70 year old people because the services I provide doesn't necessarily aligned with their goals and their opportunities. Now there are some things that I can do for that particular market but that's not the number one person that I'm looking at. I have a target market that I look square in the face. I know exactly what that person looks like. I give them mm-hmm. fake names. I'm able to identify where they go, who they hang out with, what their objectives are, um, what type, what line of work that they're in uh, you know if they're a business owner and um, what their family structure is if they're married, if they have children, because all of that goes into really just being able to find what's gonna be their number one problem that I can solve. What's the thing that I can help them with? That's the, you know, what is it that they don't know that they don't know? Mm-hmm. How can I bring that to the table for them and be able to have a mutually beneficial relationship? Right. You know, I, even with my clients, most of my clients are friends. Like, right. we hang out, we break bread, we eat, we sip, all of that fun stuff. Because I choose to be a person that's going to be in their life for the next 30 years. Mm-hmm. It's not just transactional where, okay, well, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to sell you something and I'm gone. No, no, I'm going to be changing beneficiaries. I'm going to change addresses. I'm, you know, I'm going to make increases. I'm going to watch your kids grow up. I'm going to go to their graduations. You know, I'm going to you know, see the pictures of that prom. All of these various factors come into play mm-hmm. when you're creating what that target market is. Everybody's somebody's target market may be different. It may be very one one and done, transactional, mm-hmm. and that's cool. But understand that, identify that, because some people are going to be okay with that. Others are not. Mm-hmm. So those are um, big things that will go into what the income is, um, what the family structure is, what the professional background is. Um, goodness, what, what else can you think of that goes into a target market? What their location is.
0: Right. What, I mean, let's just be fair and say it to say what it, what their budget is yeah. you know if, if anything is transactional it's going to involve amount of money so mm-hmm. you know if you offer a service that requires a minimum of this amount of money mm-hmm. or there are products that cost this amount of money you know maybe your issue first is to help people solve that problem as far as budgeting but you know just getting down to your target market you would say initially mm-hmm. no they're not in my target market And sometimes that boils down into enlightening people and letting them know you don't have a money problem, you have Mm -hmm. a spending problem. Now, I can't propose to tell you what to do with your money, but this product, this service may benefit you in the future. If you can't find a way to sacrifice to get to it, I may not be the person for you. Or this may not be the person for you from Mm -hmm. a product or a service standpoint. But I think another thing you have to look at too when you're looking at a target market is uh, the effect of social media. Okay. And when I say that, is that you're looking to make a product that you know one person may get, but that's going to bring you five to ten more behind it. So you're looking for that person also that's going to expand your brand or your product through social media or through word of mouth mm-hmm. with what you bring to the table. So social media is a very big proponent because it... Um, I think another part of personal branding is your image. You know, a lot of people have personal and business pages, and some people do let them intermingle. Mm -hmm. Some people keep them separate. I mean, is there a way to succeed a business and keep those separate, or do you think they have to overlap? I mean, how do you all feel about that on the subject of social media? I think it should always be separate. And my reason for it being separate is that you don't want, thousands of people on your personal page interacting and looking at your family and things of that nature and then if something goes wrong business-wise they start attacking your family okay. for no reason. It's things that things that can happen that you never would think <clears throat> could happen or would happen and we live in a day and time that we, you, you see things in the news, you're not surprised. Mm-hmm. So that could happen and to just avoid it. I'd rather have a business page where you can discuss what you want to me about business here. And if I want you on my personal page, I can put you on my personal page. Okay. So is there you're saying there's maybe a clientele that could fit in There may the, be. The, I mean because in if you think about it, it's just like in what David is doing with her business. She has people that she's gonna be like this with for the next few years or more, however long it is that she has them as a client. So these people become like family to her. Okay. But that person that comes in off the street and it's her first time meeting them, and they are talking and they decide to do business that first time. It's not like, oh, let me go ahead and put you on my personal page. Let me follow you. I don't think like that would be the approach myself that I would take. Right. And it may be the, the way she is and how she is a people person. And the way she can reach out and she connects with people. It may be she's like, you know what, here's my personal page. Why don't you go ahead and get on that and we could, you know, discuss this. But it's just all in that person. I just and you avoid a lot of things by letting people into your
1: personal sure. In your personal space. And and it is different for me in respect of I am a service individual mm-hmm. I mean I there's a company and there's a brand and there's all this but I am still the service individual mm-hmm. when you tag me in a post you tag me right you don't tag my business right so people will come to me first and ask them ask me and try and connect with me in my inbox on my personal page before mm-hmm. they even get directed over to the business page oh I get a hundred percent where you're coming from mm-hmm. um because there's a portion of it where it's What's logical? Mm-hmm. What we anticipate that you know the the right way for it to happen, and then what's reality?
0: Right. That's a great comment, Latasha. She said it's hard to separate it though. Mm-hmm. I've seen people referred by name lose business because what is in their page was not a good representation of who she was as a business person. So I think that's one thing mm-hmm. we do have to exercise caution. Mm-hmm. Is once you open up that door mm-hmm. to your personal page. Mm-hmm you have to be very aware that it could go left. Yo, you hey, have to he
1: said? I'm not a businessman, but I am a I'm business, a business man.
0: man. And you know, it goes back to a couple shows ago when we were talking about it's all publicity bad publicity. Is it? I mean, does that does that lean more towards it is or it isn't? And you just have to be you if you're going to do that, you have to be very careful. And you have to be strategic about what you are putting up on your page. Boom. Because if you're not strategic about it and you're still treating it like it's just your page and I'm going to put up here what I want, you're going to turn some people off. Right. And as far as your personal brand, that's going to be a hit to your personal brand. Limiting your brand. And the thing about it is, too, you have to remember that we're in the age of social media. So since we are in the age of social media, if someone is telling you they're not liking your page for whatever reason or they're not liking your business, it can spread like wildfire. Right, and the next thing you know, you're like, "Why are these people not? Why are these people not bringing me the business? Why are they avoiding me? Why, when I see this person out public, they go the other way when they see me, or they just barely talk to me?" It's because you have to be conscious of what you're doing. If you're not conscious, it's going to be a problem. Right, right, and so the one of the major factors is, you know, confidence comes back to that. You know, not to the point of arrogance, but be confident in your product or service. Sure. you know as it relates to your mm-hmm. brand it, it has to start with you you know I think it's a building process you know your target market and this is one thing the next thing that we're going to is coming up with an implementation strategy you know you are very adept at that and I've noticed that in ways you have taught me you know I told you a little bit about what you have been posting this week I appreciate that because she t- she's teaching me how to interact in my business Uh and that's part of the whole movement. Thank everybody for tuning in. Like, share, comment, Tasha interact said, with yes, us. yes, you are the brand of your brand. Exactly. Thank you very much for that. We appreciate you interacting and tuning in, as always. Thank you for Tasha, coming.
1: you a brand, girl. There you a brand.
0: TNTs. Thank you for the swag. Yes, yes, a great yes. Idea.
1: Oh, God bless you and your ministry.
0: Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. and we, we appreciate everything, every viewer we get. Um... But, yeah, getting back to the, you know, just how important your brand is and mm-hmm. do you want to progress to that level of icon? Do you want to progress to that level of, you know, where people know you by, you know, just seeing the product, mm-hmm. where they associate I think that's what we all aspire to be. Right. Like, okay, if I think of my legacy, I think of David. You know, if I think, go ahead. What I was about to say, and this is another thing because I keep coming back to social media, we're living in a time also where with social media and with your pages and with your personal stuff, people are going back and digging and digging just to bring you down as well. We've seen the cases where they went back Kevin Hart's page and different people with stature where they go back and they pull tweets or messages from years ago and bring it up when you're on the cusp, cusp of a come-up. So, so that's something, too, that you... you, That's the reason, why I guess, I stress as far as, you know, separating the two. Because you don't want what you did as a child. Because people, they try to say they understand. And they, well, I, I used to be that way, too. But when it comes down to it, if they don't want you to succeed, guess what? Oh, It's like the little kid mm-hmm. that's had that something on you forever. And he finally gets the chance. Oh. Oh, I'm telling. I'm telling. But they, I mean, with personal branding being in the process, though, you have to be ready to handle that, right? You I have to, yes. You know, in the sense of like you're saying, social media. My memories have shown me how much I've grown and how much mm. I still have left to grow. To like, wow, I was posting this seven years ago. This is horrible. It's not where I am now. Right. And you have right. to understand. No, I'm not discounting it. Yeah. But there are people that are always going to be that way. Yeah. They're yeah, so for sure. miserable. Yeah. How can I try to attack this person? Not. I'm glad to see you growing. Teach me how to grow and which is another part of personal branding. Grow your network. Yes. Learn from people that are doing it better than you. You Absolutely. know, and that's a tribute to like I said, the stuff like you post, it inspires me to get better at my craft. Keep working on your craft and it's not to, it's get not, to overlap anybody. It's not it, to but always surround yourself with people that are smarter. Than you. Right. And the, that's true. I mean you always people that push you to do better, people that won't, you know, and if you don't have a group of people around you and y'all need to understand, like some of the conversations we have off air, we check each other and it's no lie told. Is that not true? That's absolutely true. Because if you don't have a group of people that can come to you and like, no, that's not the move. No, that's not, you know, in your wheelhouse, you probably want to back up and try mm. that again. You're never going to get to where you need to be You know, because you have such potential, but you need to be—you need to have people to temper you, to temper your expectations, and to drive you to be the best person you can be. Remember, this is your brand. It's starting. It's so associated with your name. A good name is valued more than riches, and we have to understand that. Like, it's great to want money. It's great to desire, but but if you have a bad name, Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't do nothing with them. Mm -hmm. Uh, All they trying to do is get over on you. All you need to do. And speaking of. Your brand and what it's worth. We do have our poll up. Give us your answer. Tell us what you feel about it. Got a What do you find or what draws you to a brand is what we want to know. Appreciate that comment, Tasha. Look, Tasha, I'm sorry. Those memories are something else. That is true. <laughs> Amen. I like to relate to my customers so they get to know me. That way it is not a shock when they see me in my natural state. You have a great point. I mean, you don't want people to think you're robotic. And you have to be authentic. That's another part of being your brand. Mm -hmm. You can't be this guy online, on the internet, and then want to be relaxed and cool, you know, in public and anything. Be who you are. That's the way if people, you know, we talk about... My industry is product-based. Stories do sell. Mm -hmm. So if you can communicate your story and make people... You know, first off, be truthful in what you're saying. Don't over-exaggerate. Don't extend anything. It is what it is. I know that's an overused cliche, but when you're doing a product-based thing, mm-hmm. it has to include a call to action, and here it is. You do what you want with it. And I think, is that true in the as far as your service-based, or how do, how is that different or similar?
1: Oh, I mean, it's very similar. It's very similar. I mean... And I'll tell people off the top, I'm the wine chick. Like, you're going to see the wine necklace. You're going to see me drinking wine. You come into my office, you're going to see my shrine to walk Nas and wine. Please don't get it confused. If you're going to be a holy roller and you got a problem with hip-hop music and wine, I'm not the chick for you. I love you and I bless you, but you are not going to be a good fit for me. Right. The same thing is true that, you know, other aspects in your life... You know, if you'll see me out and if I'm at a, a dance party and I'm dancing and having a good time, I'm enjoying time with my family and my kids, you know, laughing with them when I'm at the store. Those mm-hmm. are all things where that's, that's who I am. I'm uniquely human. Mm-hmm. But I run a brand that says, I want people to spend their money the way they live their lives. I want them to invest their money the way that they live their lives. So when it comes back down to it and says, well, David, I want to take money out to go on a vacation. Okay. Uh, You've been putting it aside and I want you to enjoy vacations because I enjoy vacations. Right. You know I want you to be able to give something to your kids when they go to college because I give something to my kids when I go to college. So there's that real kind of interpersonal identification of how I move is how I want my clients to move as well. Okay. So it does help for us to be able to have um, a sense of of, of camaraderie, of family Mm. when it comes along with that. And of course, I, there's also the situations where people come to me and was like, I can't pay my bill this month. Cool. I'm standing. Right. I've been there. Right. Let's go ahead and push it forward a week or month or whatever the case may be and get this moving forward in the right direction. I'm not going to hold it over your head. I want to be able to work with you and be as compassionate and understanding to a situation. You know, people come in and say, I want to get started. I've already put it off. And genuinely I'll ask them, do you want us to go ahead and take the first payment today? No, no, I ain't got it today. No, I'm good and damn well, I got it today.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> I was going to go back to what you just said about the, I can't make my, Do you ever get into the why or you just leave it at that? Like, do oh. you leave it as a, like a business? Okay, they said no.
1: Depending on what right. kind of mood I'm in.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it, it absolutely it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. A lot of times, up now, and, and I will... Tell people, yes, I will get in your business. As a matter of fact, a lot of my clients can contest. I told them, I was like, you might as well tell your wife about me because I'm your new girlfriend. I'm going to be in your business. I'm going to ask you questions. She said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> but being able to understand, you know, what's going on. that helped me to understand so we can get you on track. And a portion of that is because when people tell me I can't pay my bill because I have a medical emergency. Ho, ho, ho. Let's talk about this medical emergency because the product and the services that I bring to the table might actually be able to pay you for a medical emergency. So I had a client who came to me the other day and she said, I've been in a coma for the last two months. What? I didn't know. Right. I see her kids on Facebook. I'm liking their posts, grandkids, the whole shebang. Didn't know Jack. She's been in a coma for two months. Now, mind you, she had a policy that, like I set up for you, then she would have been able to go back in and pull $25,000 out of that policy as a lump sum. So the fact that she may have missed two months' worth of premiums and things of that nature, it's like, let's talk about that. Right. Because while you're going through something, I want to be the person to say, Damn, that's messed up. Here's twenty five dollars for your pain and your suffering. Mm -hmm. It's not as though it's like a car payment. Oh, I'm gonna take your, you know, you missed two months of car payment. They're gonna come repossess your car. No, these things that we're doing and we're setting up for people are to help them for whatever happens in the future, whether it be an illness, whether it be I'm, you know, ready to retire Mm -hmm. or you know an emergency or an opportunity.
0: And I think that comes with the the realness aspect. It's like. You have to be approachable. Mm-hmm. You can't be this, as much money as you deal with, as many contracts as you deal with, you know, you could tout those numbers, you could do those things, <coughs> and you might scare people off, but to ta- to Latasha's point, you're realness. I mean, you get right down to brass tacks with people. So, in your sense, if somebody tries to undercut you, you lay out your pricing for your services, mm-hmm are you comfortable enough to tell that person I may not be for you to that point um, I have not got to that point to be truthful do you feel like there's ever a point that you've undercut yourself yeah oh yeah and and why is that because the way I feel is that to write something up is really not hard for me it's not hard but I'm taking the time into it and I'm putting your ideas into words So, that's me putting work in, and I feel like I should be getting what it's worth. And then, you are the one who brings it to me to say, hey, price it. Tell me I want to give you what you're worth. Okay. So, basically, what you're telling me is when I give you the pricing that you're, you're not feeling that. And it also comes to the point to where I ask you first. To tell me what your pricing is. Mm-hmm. So if I'm telling you that, that's your that's where you need to say what you need to say. If you're not saying what you need to say, then there's a problem. But shouldn't it be the other way around? I'm asking. I'm trying to, because I don't understand well, your answer.
1: I think, I think the, the respect of it is if you come to me and say, you know, I want you to do some work or whatever, what's your budget? What can you afford? Right. And I think that's exactly where you have to be confident enough to stand in front of somebody and say, mm-hmm. what's your budget? I mean, I can work with a 1000000 right. dollars budget. I can work with a $100-a-month budget. I mean, but you want to get you get my services based on what your budget is. Right. So, you know, I had a conversation. A gentleman sat here and I said, but you need to tell me what you want me to do. Right what do you want me to do? What type of value am I bringing to the table? Because there's some things he's going to be able to do is on his own and I'll be able to set up kind of an uh, initial platform that won't bust his budget. But right. it's going to be mutually beneficial because I can build something for him as well as be able to be compensated. And for that probably time. is more effective too
0: by going in and saying, what is your budget? Mm-hmm. And not telling me. Because I um, when you put the question out there, what are you worth? People don't think of your value as you do, so oh, there's yeah. always you too poetic with people. there's always going to be a a difference there. But so. your brand, your the the CT brand, right? Mm-hmm. You got to know what that's worth. Agreed. I mean, yeah. that that's a point where you can make your stance, present the information, and do with that information what you will. Sure. Feel free to reach out.
1: Well, the other part of it comes into, and this is. Now, this may sound really weird, and I mean, I was the girl who was talking to herself when she was in 6th grade. Shout out to uh, Kenya. cause I remember her talking to She was always talking to herself. But that's part of your visualization process. Okay. And that's part of being able to have these dialogues and really have an understanding of what the process looks like mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Being able to say, okay. So what are you going to bring to the table? Okay, we want this, so this is how much it's going to cost, mm. so this is what my package is for that. And if you want this and this is your budget, budget, this is my package for that. But then once you have those conversations with yourself and you mm. kind of create that platform, when you go into the real-life situation and somebody's talking to you, boom. You already you know exactly have the numbers, numbers and everything there. Exactly, exactly. Right. You right. know, I showed you the website earlier. I know I did that website not probably nine months ago Mm -hmm. nine months ago and very few people have seen it but I had to get those ideas out of my head I had to write them down you know me having my notebook why
0: don't you tell them what the website is
1: because it's not live but they can always go to no they can go to Iamwealthynow.com on the let's connect page and be able to see the business services you can click over to the business services but that's one of those things where it's um it's a it's a move it's in, a process in you, I, yeah. you got everything in motion I absolutely absolutely because i mean there's a tweak on there that i've seen i actually have it on my calendar a tweak that i need to go in there and fix this link yeah i'm still in the process and i don't even really brand that business mm-hmm. services aspect of it just yet because that's something that we were going to do as a collective with run it. absolutely so sometimes it's a matter of unveiling Pieces of the puzzle as it needs to be. Now, I will say this in respect to branding. So much of it is really being able to come in, create a crowd, get a group of people who are your followers, Mm -hmm. who believe in what you do, before you start selling them stuff. Okay. Because a lot of people, they just, you know, come out the gate. We all got those Facebook friends that you go and add them and five minutes later they're in your inbox. Buy this or, you know. do. That's not the way to do it. That does not create relationships with buyers. You really have to be able to go in there and say, all right, let me find out who has a like mind, who has some ideas. You know, go to my page. Maybe you can see a few posts and get an idea before I jump in your wallet. I mean, I think there's a level of respect in that. Maybe you can check me out and see what I have to offer, Mm -hmm. what I'm bringing to the table before You jump into my wallet. And in respect of, you're going to see that on my personal page, Mm -hmm. as well as my business page. So by the time you get to my business page, you're like, okay, well, I know she does some money stuff. But you have an inclination. Sometimes you be adding people on your Facebook friends, and I'm a girl. So they, guys from Nigeria, add me all the time just so they can catfish me. I don't know why. I think somebody thinks it's funny or cute. But you get so many, you know, catfish requests Mm -hmm. and fake requests. All the time. Mm-hmm. But of that, you're trying to cipher them out because some people
0: are really, are yeah. really
1: real. And yeah. they might have a fake name. Like yeah. somebody hit me up this morning and was like, yo, this so-and-so. And I was like, all right, I know yeah. who you are now. I want to set up an appointment. Boom. You know, those are beautiful, beautiful opportunities. Right. But you also got to remember, it's a numbers game.
0: Yeah, and it's Ben, ben Leary, you You make a great point. Our team is building in South Africa so Mm -hmm. that happened like a few months ago i was seeing all these crazy requests and it's like you see how many mutual friends we got right and then once you you know do your due diligence because in the end your brand is on the line you know before you go Mm -hmm. associating with you and that goes to endorsing people yeah that goes to vouching for people that's a crazy Mm -hmm. thing uh from a from a worker standpoint i'll share a personal story that helped a young man get a job and then he was not responsible or diligent about coming to work. Mm. So guess who they came and saw every time he didn't come to work? You. Where's your friend? That's mm-hmm. where you have to be careful about putting your name out there somebody that vouched for someone else. You have to leave people to work and earn off their own merits. And mm-hmm. it goes, you know, to to your reputation as honest, right. trustworthy. You know, how can I be trusted if, you know, I'm living two different things or I'm doing two different things, you know? I did you right, but I cheated you because, you know, the cliche, the chauvinistic, I knew I could get over on you. Let's just say it was with cars. Mm -hmm. And, okay, I got to cut you a straight deal. But, and they took, it it proves, marketing research proves that if he has a good experience, he's going to tell 10 people. Right. She has a bad experience, she's going to tell 20 or more. So, magnify that by the impact of social media. Mm Yeah. And that's how important your brand is to just do right. Right. It may not be always easy, but the concept is simple. Mm-hmm. Do right. I mean, I would rather we talked about this at brunch. I would rather lose money and not lose that relationship than skirt over an issue and cost you a problem down the road. And now I've just yeah. burnt that bridge that like, I never can go back because I knew I was right. I didn't tell you. Mm -hmm. And now I can't can't look you in the face when I see you because Mm -hmm. I cost you X amount more dollars because I was trying to make that quick, you know. And we all have to be thinking in terms of our brand long term. We use the term legacy. I want my work to outlive my life. I want to influence people. You Mm -hmm. know, money's one thing. Money's great. Mm -hmm. But if I can solve health issues, help people get relief, Mm -hmm. help people, you know, you're tired of hearing people. Gosh, I'm hurting every day. My ankles, my Mm -hmm. knees, my this, my that. Here's a solution. Do with this information what you will. I will come meet anybody. I will come talk to anybody. But I don't want people to think that I have some miracle that doesn't come with something else. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a magic anything. It's doing the right. This will get you to a place where you can start doing the right things. And, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but health is a big problem. I'm Absolutely. Like, we're so focused on health care that we don't do preventive maintenance. Right. That's a part of health care. And that's something that I'm passionate about. So I want my name to be associated with that. And that's why when I, before I got into this, I looked for all natural things. You know, you look for everything you take. You can take this medicine to cure this. Be wow. aware of side effects or stroke, yeah. heart attack, leaky butt, <laughs> fall out of <laughs> your chair. can't open your eyes, can't do that. You know, I'd rather just. Deal with the drugs. I mean, the, the condition. Then the drugs. The side yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I am passionate about, and I think that brings it to another point of knowing what you bring to the table. You got to be passionate about it. You absolutely have to have a desire to want people to succeed. Want people to. Win. And
1: people can tell when you're just trying to cock stuff off on them, or you just. If you don't have a passion for it and right. you don't have, you know, ways that you can show people how this has helped somebody else and this mm-hmm. is why I'm doing or you know, like we talked about Simon Sine earlier, what's your why? Like why is this so very important to you? Help me understand that. People connect with that. Even more than, all right, well, what is the price? Or There is a particular mm-hmm. type of people. Right. Um. There's, there's this four codes. Okay, so I mentioned this before when we were talking earlier. I'm going to have to jump back in my notes so I can make sure that I don't mm-hmm. mess this up. Make it plain. Make it plain. Make it plain. But there are four different color types of people, okay? okay? And this is their buying personality. So if you have your yellow people, your yellow people are the ones who have a call. Okay. They, you know, they're like, okay, I want to get this because... They're, they have a cause. They want to help people. They want to save the world. They want mm-hmm. to be able to... Those are your yellow people. And understanding that, they're, those are the ones who like, why are you doing this? Because it does, they can see the long-term benefit. They can see mm-hmm. that you're action-oriented. Then you have your blue people who just like to have fun. Hey! The money like Yeah! <laughs> They want to have fun, but that's cool because, you know, it says I'm going to have money for a fun retirement and be able to do things with my money later. I don't have to impact my lifestyle. Now, you mean you have to be able to take all of this and apply it to your own business. But some Mm -hmm. people just say, yeah, I I like to have fun. And that means, like we talked about before, if I need to go through a weekly detox so I can make sure I continue to have fun for the next 70, 80 years, boom, that makes all the sense in the world. Don't I don't care nothing about the causes and all this other stuff. I care about the fun. Right. Then you have the green people who are more of the engineers, who are more of the just give me the facts. I want the information. I'm just going to do what's right because of the facts. And then you have red people who are the ones that's always looking for a deal. They're like, boom. This is better than what. This is better than going to the doctor. Cool. This is cheaper than my copay. Cool. This is. But being able to take those people and understand where they fall when you're sitting in front of them. I'm not going to sell to you the same way I would sell to you just mm-hmm. because y'all are two different, I mean y'all came up in the same household but you have two separate different personality types mm, right. and values. and where you. So being able to understand that is going to be huge for your market because when you talk about branding. Coca-Cola don't just run one commercial. Right. Mm-hmm. Budweiser don't run one commercial. They have one commercial that's going to be for the people who are cause oriented They're going to have another one that's going to be the Super Bowl funny commercial. Right. So you have to be able to take that in consideration with your branding and know how to approach your clients to make sure that you're giving them what they need. It's not about us. It's always about how are we servicing the clients and giving them what they need. Yes, we have a passion. For what we do, but mm-hmm. they also have a passion for the way that they buy Right. And being able to identify that by even getting to know them mm-hmm. and saying, "Tell me a little bit about yourself." And
0: mm-hmm. they deserve a modicum of service. Absolutely. I mean, there is. Gosh, I caution saying this. There's a, at least a minimum, like there's a requisite amount of service your customers need. Mm-hmm. Like not just like you said, "One, bam, thank you, ma'am," and if you need me you know because I, i've seen people do that before throw the cliche out like hey if you need me don't hesitate but then you don't hesitate and they're nowhere to be found Sure. So, i need one question answer, you know and i can't ever get them to follow through mm-hmm. i can't ever get them to to get back in touch with me or, oh sorry i was doing this or, oh sorry in the age of technology as we're always talking you can drop a quick note to say i see you and that, that's that personal touch right that, I see you give me a few minutes to get back on this mm-hmm. and you know at least do that follow up with me and stay in touch that's something I'm learning and growing into it's like uh, people don't want email information they want to talk to you on the phone or talk to you via FaceTime I'm learning that I'm like hey I got this email I learned it in a marketing class I got it typed up let me send it to you Nope. So, can you call me yep and they start asking you personal questions and it's like wow I need to be honest with these folks. I need mm-hmm. to be upfront, And I'm telling you, it pays dividends to be able to adapt to your target audience mm-hmm. and give them what they need. There's a certain amount, like you said, it won't be the same way. I don't have to serve you the same way I serve him mm-hmm. because you may just need to send me the link. I'm, I got my credit card ready. Right. You may be, well, now I got to think about this. Can you send mm-hmm. me some more information? Let me take it to my doctor. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure that... Guess what? I have to be willing to do that. Why? Because my name is on the line in either case. And I think that goes back to the modicum of service that each customer is, in my sense, entitled to. They are.
1: They are. And we. And sometimes we as business owners, we come through and say, well, I'm only doing it one way and I'm only talking to one person and this and that. No, that's, that, that's not the reality of it. We might have our niche or our target market and say, mm-hmm. This is who we would like to be able to work with. It's like, boom, bam, thank you, ma'am, I'm, I'm out the door. But we understand that people come in different varieties, shapes, flavors, and things of that nature. And if we want to be able to service the people the way that we say we want to service them, then we need to be accommodating in the way that's going to be most beneficial to them. I mean, that's why we have so many different varieties of TVs and cell phones and computers and everything else is right. because there is no one-size-fits-all product. Accept cash
0: value life insurance policies so through <laughs> day back. Put the <laughs> plug in. Put the plug <laughs> in. She, she, has, she has a great point, which is a great segue. Hey, thank everybody for tuning in. Please like, comment, share, get some more people involved. Let's talk. Let's have some open conversation about personal branding. While we've got your attention, I want to let you know Thursday. Guess what time it is, y'all? About last Thursday. It's time for Raise the Bar. We will see y'all Thursday from 530 to 730. Come on out. We may stay in later. We stay later, though. We, we just <laughs> schedule it from 530 to 730. If you got something to do, that's cool. But we want everybody to come out. We've had two events. We've made two connections. This is what we strive to do. We've reached out, and people have made connections. Uh, that's what this whole movement is about, networking and help people grow as business owners and also give them an avenue to promote their services. their products. So bring your business cards. Uh, bring your no, don't bring your bowling shoes. We're not bowling. Uh, but bring your sipping shoes. Bring uh your socialization skills and business cards, all your little giveaways.
1: price. Yeah. man. Hey, bring
0: bring some samples if you have them. We have people that have brought samples that have uh, led to you know business deals. Uh, mm-hmm. people getting there. and we like to just love. There will be food. I forgot to say that there will be food. So stay tuned. Free food. Free food. The best food. Can I have two of them? Two. Give One, me two. two. You
1: we, worth it. You know what it would You worth it. <laughs> 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 oh. hey, you about to do anything. Hey, got to be worth it. You have to be worth it. I'm sorry. My Party mom. break. We're we <laughs> getting back to it.
0: But well, no, everybody come out if you can make it. Five thirty, seven thirty. Strike and Spare Lounge. Uh, right, right up your the, alley. Right up your alley lounge. Right <laughs> to the side of Strike That's and Spare funny. on Cedar Bluff. Uh, we always have a great time. Uh, we go live a couple times. We kind of do some shout outs and we just try to help people network, grow their businesses. We want everybody to win. We yep. all know there's room at the top and nobody should feel any different. That's the message we're trying to promote. But back to it about, you know, just building your personal brand. So as far as your social media influence, how do you feel about all the different platforms? I know we have Facebook, and I know the younger crowd thinks Facebook's for old people. They do. But it's all good. I, you know, we've been around since the MySpace days. But across mm-hmm. the different platforms. I've been
1: around since AOL AIM. A-I-M? The A-I-M. door it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> My crush is online. Let me see ah! Let me see what
1: she's doing. Man. But
0: uh, like across the different platforms, has there been one that's been more productive for you or is there, and this is open, anybody jump in whenever they want to. But as far as what you offer to the market, is there one platform that has been proven more successful? I would say Instagram mm-hmm. right now is the way. Uh, I think with Instagram, it gives you a place where not only you can do videos. It's, I mean, they're all so much the same but I don't know what it is. I think Instagram is just the wave right now to reach out to people. Okay. And then the involvement of hashtags and everything in Instagram, it puts your stuff out there for other people to see just off of that hashtag. So it uh, extends your reach a little bit. What is the value you think placed on a hashtag? Like how how clever do you have to be with a hashtag? Do you think you think it could like make or break or like cause a surge in your business? Uh, it's a possibility. Okay. It's a great possibility because it's going to help direct you towards people that are in like the same boat that you are. Latasha placed her boat for Instagram. So
1: see I'm I'm still I'm old school. I'm lazy at this point. Um, there's a little bit of laziness. So I have built a great Facebook brand. Mm -hmm. And I have started working on my Instagram brand. But my natural inclination on a daily basis is to check my Facebook every day. Because that's where the majority of the traffic is. So I find myself there more often. I do have Instagram pages. Mm -hmm. You can go to the Vision Vault. And I have a hashtag, which is Vision Vault as well. Um, But I have not adapted my my daily activities mm-hmm. into going to instagram that i the way that i would on a facebook platform um i think place facebook gives room for more information okay
0: that too yeah. and
1: it's um, a lot more um, user-friendly
0: thing i like too though about instagram is that you can link it to your facebook mm-hmm. like when you do your post you can put the facebook on there and also twitter or whatever else you use it and you can do all of it at one time Absolutely. To disperse it, real but quick. But the
1: thing about Instagram I don't like mm-hmm. is Instagram will put up too many fake businesses. Okay. They are not real businesses, and I see people on Instagram, and I am that very curious person who will go down the rabbit hole just mm-hmm. so I can figure out who this person is or what these other businesses mm-hmm. do and how that works, and find out that somebody who has 10 million likes or 10,000 you know followers and X number likes that they might be some 12 year old kid in Spain okay. that's not actually providing mm-hmm. service but they're creating these what they call them thought leaders Indeed. and these thought leaders are preening people into a frame of mind where they might have an idea and they may be recycling information but they have no way to implement it gotcha. they have truly no strategy so that does always count and the websites you know being able to it is very important that they have their website in the bio and links in the bio things of that nature so mm-hmm. you can figure out who they genuinely are um but i do there has become an abundance of so much selling in instagram mm-hmm. and so many fake businesses that it is a bit leery for me in that respect i'm there i'm in the space and i've got to be able to adapt to it as the time mm-hmm. goes on. and it might be the fact of davette doesn't do it but I'm able to bring another teammate mm-hmm. along and let them handle that particular job right. because they understand it a lot better. In
0: fact, when you think about Facebook, too, though, um, the different groups on Facebook. Yeah. Like that when we did our podcast as far as the ABC crew podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Getting into those groups and leaving messages in each of those groups each week helped as far as extending our reach and also having people that were involved. Each and every week, as far as you kept seeing new people coming yeah. in, you kept seeing, you know, the UK here, Arizona, all these different places because mm-hmm. you're dropping it in those different groups. So yeah. Facebook the has this plus. Yeah,
1: I, I, and even still, you know, as we get ready to do our podcast, I'm sharing it out to a couple of different groups that mm. not just my own business page, but right. some groups, the you know, the um, East Knoxville Group page and mm. business owners and my Eckles page. So shout out to all my friends and family because I want to be able to reach people outside of just the, of, you know, our right. small circle right. to be able to, like you said, reach people in different countries, reach them in different venues, and we still are going to have like mind ideas and yeah. thoughts and concepts that somebody's going to be able to latch on to and be able to, you know, create value or find value in what we're talking about. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it's a takeover. Just, people don't understand it. it's a movement. It is a takeover, but the only way we're going to do this is through help. I mean, we know a certain amount of people, but everybody knows somebody else, which is a big part of the networking. You know, the ramen thing is a movement. We've all been from struggle, and we're all trying to get to success. And I mm. think we're all. At... I got a
1: question. I wanna I wanna jump into this because I'm feeling feisty today. You know, that's that's one of the other brands is the feisty financial education is sexy. Yes. <laughs>
0: That's spicy. No, my, um, t- my toe hurts. I just hurt my toe. I want everybody.
1: Feistymoney.com is still not up. But, um, so business owners. Tasha, you there? You listening, baby? She's listening. All right, cool. What do we think about this? this terminology? Support my business. Support business. I'm feeling some kind of way about that. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm about to just toss over the table real No, quick. no. Just, just but, preface it. Good but nice. but the, um, is a person actually <laughs> don't shake the table? Stop. 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 <laughs> you say what you I, to I say, like where this is going. Go
0: ahead. All right.
1: So, so often you hear people make the comment of, well, you should support my business or you should support me and my business. Mm-hmm. But that business may not be for me. Right. So why would I spend my money on supporting that particular business if mm-hmm. it doesn't bring any value? In? Cause I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so you know, and I and I asked that just because, yes, there is a dynamic of your family and friends. You're like, yeah, please support me because yeah. I asked. But when you start going out here into this bigger platform, mm-hmm. not saying you know. We see it all the time. Support black business. I, I get that to a degree. One, say, okay, I could do business with two different people, and but are you going to support a black business, or are you going to really support the business that is going to create the most value for you?
0: Who are you loyal to, your money?
1: Um, no, myself. And, <laughs> and and well, of course, yeah, I, you know, I am loyal, kind of loyal to, to money. money. Yeah. I'm, I'm loyal to money, yeah. but no, 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 no. Most people are not loyal to money. But well, it's yours. I mean, and, they spending like it's got expiration dates, like it's going bad, like milk, like it's going to spoil. They, they, that doesn't, they, they don't. People don't. No, they, they don't care. You said it. I didn't. I just said don't. But this whole dynamic of you know supporting, in the respect that we're not creating the same value, we're not doing the same customer service, we're not connecting with people. Why do we feel like we're always trying to tell people to support? a business right but we don't bring all of the value to the table of what the business brings don't Mm -hmm. don't support me just because it's me or because i'm black or because
0: i just made a facebook post
1: right don't support me because i have the facebook post the the consistency Mm -hmm. of the various posts the content aligns with your values what i'm bringing to the table is i'm selling it actually for you Mm -hmm. i'm not selling it for me it's Mm -hmm. not like okay well you know i created a whole bunch of these things and Mm -hmm. i'm just you know they say that some people they buy just because it's there that's not because i don't want you to necessarily buy because it's there It's because you're supposed to have a purpose and a value. Now maybe this is just me talking as the financial advisor, mm-hmm. but I keep seeing this dynamic where people are just supporting right. and buying and throwing money at all of these other things from a psychological and emotional platform that was like, well, support this and support this. And you know, there's a charity there, and I mean no harm against nonprofits and things of that nature. But we psychologically have gotten that word support mm-hmm. yeah. to a place where we're just throwing away money and we're not really being cognizant about that and I really just wanted to open that conversation up because we do have to be more cognizant about how we're spending our money You know, whether it's like I want to support black business or I want to be able to support so and so are are you supporting them individually or are you supporting yourself with the value of this product and the service so it's not that I want to be able to buy the detox to support you it's because I recognize that Of a particular age, and like I said in the post, I want my insides to glow. I might look good on the outside, but my insides, I need to actually take that in consideration the more that I'm in this business, and I see somebody who looks absolutely healthy. Mm -hmm. And then they come to me, and they were like, I got diabetes, I got sleep apnea, I got all these other health conditions. I'm like, wow, you're only 37 years old. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah. You can look good on the outside, yes. but on the inside, you might have some health problems. So, that's why your your services bring value to me. I'm not supporting you. Right. I'm supporting myself, right. and you happen to have a tool or a resource that's going to allow me to be the best me. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, because that was important to
0: me before starting was that's a big aspect of giving don't people don't information. Make don't make it rain too hard. And uh, being a product of the product again back to stories you know i may be able to tell you you know this is great mm-hmm. but if i can tell you like my doctor commented and yes. said mm-hmm. whatever you're doing keep, keep doing this up. it yeah your blood work is impeccable down from five medications to one avoiding all the hereditary predisposed conditions right from taking just nutrition Mm-hmm. I mean, those are things that I, that people can relate to, and then to hear other people, it just snowballs and it builds on itself. But yeah, you got to get out of, um, you know, my friend is in this business, so I have to do it, you know, and and I love it because a lot of my friends are skeptics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what is it? And, you know, you sit down and talk to them, but then at the end, you have to make it non-personal, give them the information, to decide sure. what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. lot of times, in our community. Preventive maintenance is not a priority, right? It's I'll deal with it when it comes you know, I'll figure out when when my Blood sugar is off the roof and now they want to give me insulin now. I'm ready to do something right not when I was borderline And here's something that could help, you know When my weight's gotten out of control, you know when I've gotten too far and I've gone too far Let me do something when the doctor's like okay, you need to do something or die. right? I mean, that's where you know, we are we are more reactive They're proactive, right? But you still have to be leery of what you're saying. Am I supporting this because it's going to benefit me? Right. Or is this something that I'm just throwing money at? Because that's not good for your future. No.
1: Because, I mean, and and I I would really like people to take that into consideration. I just wanted to open that conversation up because so often it's like, I'm throwing money here and -and so-and-so is doing this and those and that. And sometimes these are things that actually bring value and you can find a reason to have them, but it's so important for us to be able to take that in consideration. And it also means business owners, step up your shit, step up your game and actually be able to provide value, solve problems. Don't just use the lazy way out and say, support me because I can, you know, sell you life insurance. No, I can get life insurance through my job, or I can get life mm-hmm. insurance, you know, through my car Got State Farm bundle. What what is what makes yours different, more unique? How are you going to be there? You know.
0: What problem are you solving? Exactly. You want me to give you money? What problem are you solving for me? Mm-hmm. How can how can you upgrade my life? How can you you know? Those are things we need to take in consideration as business owners. Latasha is going crazy, but she's right on every point. You know they don't go into Walmart saying that they bought those steaks to support Walmart. Nah, bro, you bought these steaks here because I had what you want at a good price. Boom.
1: You, that 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 right there, Tasha. girl, get the car.
0: Come on up here. You solved a problem, and that's what you know we were going after. You know, helping people that'll build your brand. Mm-hmm. When I was going through this, you know, to have someone email me and say I walked more than I walked in thirty years. Because I've consistently, you you know, and I, and I tell people that. I'm like, hey, this ain't going to be a hit or miss. You have to be consistent with this right. for this to work, you know. And that's That's like knowledge I apply to myself. Yes. I've got to be consistent in, you know, being there, being supportive, yeah. being, you know, even in the other sense, being objective. No, no, that's, that's not the look. Let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Let's just, you can do, you're an adult, do whatever you want to, but let's. This, this isn't for you. So I think on all fronts We have to be well-rounded enough to to be able to help each other grow But you have to be able to stand behind, you know what you're doing because Davette can say that She's a product of her product. She uses what she advertises, right? Mm-hmm. You use those same products. It's not that she's
1: since 2003 without fail without hesitation
0: Taylor-made creativity. Those are your words those are not things you go try to find somebody else. Can you write this for me? Can you please? No, that's coming from your heart That's stuff you do and it's not like you're trying to be the middleman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm gonna take all your information and then pass it to David. so she can do it and Then I'll just throw me a little 20% on top and that's how that's just that's back, That's not building your brand, right. and it goes back to the heart of What do you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. What are you solving a problem? Are you helping somebody?
1: Oh, the other one that's really good is being able to acknowledge that every client ain't for you. Yes. Because, you know, we talk about things like Bentleys, you don't necessarily see for them. And mm-hmm. there's some higher epsilon things. You know, you might be real chill on Facebook. But if you recognize that my clientele has nothing to do with Facebook and I'm going to sell that over here into a different market. Um, a lot of my people do mortgage protection insurance through Equus, the company we work with. And they don't do nearly as nearly as many of the posts and social media marketing that I do. Uh-huh. Who are you okay? Bless <laughs> you. Do they yeah. don't do a lot of that, but they have a different market where they go into people's homes and they meet with them one on one, and that's perfect. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you'll be able to be have that dynamic of know where your clientele are, go to them, figure out how you can be able to reach them and be in that space. Not necessarily just always feel like, well, I got to make everybody come to me. Right. That's really challenging, right. especially when you don't, especially not when you're not in a place where your actual market is.
0: Yeah, and I think you can attest to this, that... Where you want to be exists right outside your comfort
1: zone. Oh man, we, like we, that. we've
0: we've talked about that, and it can get into uh, our producer over here is telling us we getting close time, and I think we can go on. He can't at, fight me. That's well, <laughs> Right <laughs> out, right outside your comfort zone. <laughs> Don't turn the table. You know, we have to be willing to go outside of that. Like mm-hmm. social media is the answer to all I'm gonna know. No. You're not gonna reach any boomers on social media. You you will drive yourself crazy trying to. <laughs> it's like when people post on your page with a question, it's Like, right? Let, let's talk about this. Let's you know. So be willing to step outside your comfort zone because your name is on the line. At the end of the day, um, you have to be cognizant of your influence. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you do influence people's decisions, Absolutely. whether good or bad. Like you know. In my industry, from the personal standpoint, like, are you still drinking that swamp water? Well, yes. It's it's a lifestyle change. It wasn't a fly by night, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, back to having people that what can take it. swamp you. water? The super mix. That's the daily.
1: Stuff. Oh, oh, i I never heard that. T- okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I, That's I, what
0: it looks like. People are like, what is that? I tell them, swamp water.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> see, see, yeah. I, I, I missed connect, all of that.
0: Just, just weave it all together. Oh. Connect the dots. Mm-mm. But, you know, having like when I first got in this industry and I've shared it on the other shows before, like my brother, he was like, yeah, he's done this, he's done that, he's done the other. And, you know, it gave me pause because my own family member checked me into like, is this something I really want to do? And it impacted me in, in thoughts to my personal brand. Am I known? Do I have the reputation for what they call business hopping? Going to the next hot thing, going to the next do this or do that. So I finally found something I was passionate about and I've been able to stick with it. Mm-hmm. And it's something I know that's going to change people's lives that I'm willing to go on and do what I need to do. You know, I don't need a certain amount of people. Like, a good part about the information age is. You can expand without leaving your city, and that's yeah. something you had, like you said. Product may states. not be for Yeah,
1: I got twenty states in two countries. License, Japan. license. I got clients in two different countries. Is Those countries, Japan and Spain. Yes. Yes. Okay. License. Yes. Yes. Okay, we
0: license, license like, everywhere,
1: son. man. Everywhere, everywhere. We just international. Wow. international <laughs> right. But those are the goals. I mean, those those are the goals. Right,
0: make it bigger than me. Yeah. You know, yeah. again, we talk in terms of legacy, but how far out does your legacy go? Like, like how far are you trying to take it? What are you trying to do with um? You know, where do you want to be in you know twenty years? I mean, are they going to talk about what you did? Are they going to talk about what you were saying you were going to do? Um, How are these things, you know, impacting others? How are you getting out to pass your message, to spread your brand? You know, it it does, your brand is important, but in the end, your legacy is more important. I think that's what, you know, getting to bringing value to the market. We talk about that, especially in our line of work. You know, if we're going to design a new product, what value is it bringing? How's it making someone's life simpler, easier, or better? You know, we don't just, hey, I'm going to throw $75,000 at building this. Right. No. Right. <laughs> Why?
1: Because I want to. I mean, no. If you got, got, got $150,000 to blow, <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and spend that seventy five. <laughs> Only if you got $150,000. You're not going to spend my... all us. <laughs> Yeah. But, no, funny story. So, I was talking to the lady who said, just got out of common. She said, this kid to see me. Mm-hmm. His pat his father just died. Just got out of um a situation in one of those um gated facilities, and dad left him a couple hundred thousand dollars. And within a couple of years, then he had already spent it and blown through every single dime of it, every single dime of it. And you know, it was and it wasn't because he did anything. Poorly or negatively with the money because even though he just came out of a bad situation, he did not use the money. He used it and threw it into a business that failed. Right. And you know, even Marcus, in the respect of talked about that. I had all of this money and I threw it into a business, but you didn't really you you threw it all to put into the business. Back to you didn't put anything cuts. back. And then, of course, but since that time, you know. Because being that came out of the gated community, there's not many opportunities that's available for him in the employment realm. I mean, and he had a, a nice little job, job. But starting having children and all this other stuff, and just getting acclimated back to the real world, he took every single dime and he threw it into a business that completely failed. He has nothing to show for it now, and we look at it and say, man, there's no whack of blow two hundred oh, thousand dollars in is. three years. Period Well, I say it all the time. I said it in the book. You can buy the book on the page, too. Um, If you've made $40,000 for 25 years, you made a million dollars. So don't tell me that you ain't a millionaire. Right. Because you have become a billionaire over that period of time, and you spent a million dollars over that period of time some people are just bad millionaire right. and, she and did, they have nothing to show for
0: it she did say made not not gross made mm-hmm. if you made 45 i mean that's
1: i mean even if you grossed it because you still end up paying taxes on it or whatever the case may be so that was a million dollars you yeah. go get a million dollars from the lottery you got to pay taxes on that too right right yeah. so the reality of it is most of us have already been came out of high school college or whatever making somewhere between thirty forty thousand dollars when we first started yes. now we might be up in the sixty eighty thousand dollar range you might go back and look at some of that math and be like Shh, i did it in only 12 years i didn't have all 25 just because of your pay raises and increases mm-hmm. but you chose to spend that million dollars how you chose to spend that million dollars so i'm not even gonna be too hard on my boy who came from the gated community I just want us to all be cognizant of the fact of every time we get money, we don't need to just be like, boom, I need to throw all of it into a business or being out here looking at these big, huge, unrealistic numbers. That's a fallacy. That's a real big fallacy. And uh, what was that other post that said, um, Daisy said it. I don't know if it's true or not, but it was like, if you can't pay for it twice, then you can't afford it. Yeah. And a lot of times we'll go in, we'll throw our money at you know, just like take my last dime, I'm gonna start my business. This is where my passion right. is. Stop that. Y'all y'all get a money on that.
0: And that's that's something with the wealthy, like they can lose it real fast and make it real fast, but they never ever give it all up. Give it all up. And I mean that's where we have to grow to. So we hope everybody gains something. This was a fantastic show. Thank you yes, everybody for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna go around at this time. Uh, give your personal thoughts for the week. Encourage somebody. Let's go. Let's get empowered. Let's make it through. Let's have a great week. Thank everybody. Like, share, and comment. It's Over to you, David. Take a out. Money, money,
1: money, 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 money. We ain't talking about money in a little bit. Come make, on it on now. make it Woo! rain. Make it rain. Woo! There you go. Yes. Hey, you know, um, I am oh, stake that and stick it words. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, no, my parting thought for the week, ooh, let me think of a good one. We can't take stuff too personal. Right. We got to get out of this mindset. We got to stop taking stuff personal. We got to learn how to eliminate fear. We've just got to be able to disconnect it from our mind frame. If something happens, it is what it is. Delete it and um, uncreate it and destroy it all and move forward into what you actually want. Focus on your goals. Quit talking about stuff. Focus on what you actually want to accomplish in life and allow that to manifest in your life. Don't just keep putting it to the face where we're talking about problems. Talk about solutions. That's what I want to see. And, of course, if you want to attach some money to those solutions, you know how to reach me. I am WealthyNow.com. com, Hashtag The Vision Vault. Or David Jones on Facebook. Hit me up. You know I'm your girl. Love you. Bye. T.T.? Is <clears throat> that why well, I'm not I'm supposed gonna,
0: to go first? <laughs> that. Hey man, um, first and foremost, I want everybody to have a great productive week. Uh, think about some of the things that were shared here. If you haven't seen some of our old episodes, go back and listen or look at those They're on all platforms. We, we are a group of positivity. And sometimes with that positivity, there's going to be truth that lies in it that is going to affect you. Take that truth, use it, and grow with it quote cool, cool. no he thought it's always gonna be true what we say All oh, the truth we have no room truth. for bovine excrement we have <laughs> now <laughs> no, we hey we love y'all we have fun doing this thank everybody who interacted uh please like comment share hey feel free to post on the page when we make these posts we just trying to encourage y'all Hey, interact with us. We're going to do a better job of responding and interacting, too. Uh, we just want this movement to grow. It can grow right here in Knoxville and go forward. We hope everybody has a great week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and think twice before you post. You know, Think about your personal brand. If you're a business owner, it's a lot of tasks after you hit that send button. You have to deal with the positive and the negative feedback. But you can outgrow it. It's a process. It never, ever stops. With that being said... Uh, look for the audio versions on all the platforms, as Carrick said. Yes. Uh, if you need services, reach out. We can connect you with somebody, or we may be able to do it for you. Uh, look out for us uh, on the Ramen Movement page. So- website coming soon, soon, and very soon. We love y'all. Have a good week. Everybody have a great day, rest of the evening, and we will see y'all soon.
1: See you Thursday. Please. Raise the bar. Raise the bar. Come Raise out. Raise the bar. See the bluff. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Have a good evening.